Welcome to the One County Podcast, where we talk with creators about their work and why they do it. I'm your host, Andrew Paul Davis, and this podcast is sponsored by no one, because no one cares. It is episode one, and today we are going to be talking about why this is happening, why why am I doing this, why is One County Film Company doing this, um, and kind of talking about podcasting in a broader light as well. I have a lot of thoughts on this, and then also <laughs> I have no thoughts going on in my brain at all right now either. It's, um, what time is it? It's almost 1am. I filmed a wedding today. Um, I'm a wedding videographer sometimes. I'm a corporate videographer sometimes. Um, but the way I really define myself, I would say, is through what I create. Um, I think what I make is very important to me very important to how I identify myself and my main sort of thing is writing and directing narrative film that has meant short films uh, since 2011 and this past year it started meaning feature-length films as well and I think there's a lot of people uh, who create things um, I mean, I guess I should say we're going to use the the word creator and create a lot on this podcast. Maybe we'll sometimes use the word artist or creative, um, but it was funny for different reasons. Tim and I, uh, Tim is my brother and he's the co-founder of One County Film Company um, and sort of my partner in crime when it comes to this company and many other things. He had some problems with the term creative (laughs) and i had hesitation to to throw the word artist around i think it doesn't really matter to me you know the way people other people use the term artist but at least for me personally i associated a lot with visual art and painting and um it, it sounds very french beret as a filmmaker to call myself an artist. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy term to to throw out there. So basically we're, we're talking to creators. We're talking about creators and creativity. And I, I want this to not just be a place for filmmakers and for film people. You know, we are a film company by trade. Technically, I think a lot, there's, there's plenty of plenty of plenty of content out there that is, tailored specifically for filmmakers and videographers. Um, but that I, I don't really enjoy consuming that. <laughs> I, I was kind of that way in college too. I went to a liberal arts college and felt the importance of being open-minded and being broad-minded and um, being willing to dip your feet into different mediums and talk to people working in different mediums and study different mediums. Um, so that aspect of diversity when it comes to um, whether it's painting or music or theater, acting, um, dancing, uh, poetry, um, you know, it could keep naming off stuff, but, um, you know, it could even mean writing copy for the web. Um, I don't really care what people create um, if they're um, experienced and they, you know, they have a point of view and they have something to say. And uh, I think this will be a good place for them to to talk and to listen. I think more and more we all have to be uh, creative in, in some capacity. I, I, th- I think there's kind of like a falsehood in culture of there's the creative people and then there's the numbers people. Um, I think the numbers people 
um, need to kick the creative in gear, that is ingrained in them. You know, that that is already in them. We are all creative creatures, but as we have to post things and create media to, to share online, um, we all have to engage in creativity in some way. But will accountants want to listen to this podcast? I think some will. Uh, people who, <laughs> accountants who also have an interest in, I don't know why I'm going after accountants right now. I have nothing against accountants. Uh, a very good friend of mine is one. Yeah, I, I think this platform will be general enough for filmmakers, I guess, because we are a film company. But, you know, anyone who's also kind of appreciates other mediums but is working primarily in one medium, you know, I think being receptive to um, people who work in other crafts can be incredibly informative to your own work. Um, I know for me, um, becoming friends with people of different ages than me and of different who are different practitioners whether it be poetry or music you know it's it's kind of the classic thing of like if you want to be a cinematographer it's like go to an art museum and look at the composition and look at look at the stuff on the on the wall that's there in addition to watching a bunch of movies and if you want to write and direct movies you know watch a bunch of movies of course but there's a lot of value to reading the classics and seeing new plays um you know, just whatever you can get at, uh, that's going to inspire you. That isn't going to inspire the other people because they're very focused and honed in on, uh, what they're trying to do, which is great. You know, if you want to create a body of work, you need to be very honed in to your specific craft, but, um, you have to feed that from as many angles as possible in order to avoid cliche. (laughs) At least that's, that's my take on creating, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, that, that's going to be part of the function of, of the One County podcast. It's just to, to bring on people from diverse amount of mediums to talk about what they do and why they do it. As I said in the intro, um, I recorded our first guest episode this past week, um, recording this after that, actually. And I was so... It was kind of like the confirmation that I should do this. Um, I was so enriched and fulfilled um, by my conversation with my friend Sam, who's a photographer. Um, we, we kind of talk about um, photography in general, you know, kind of finding the photo and the way he approaches things, but also like preserving photos and preserving our work. Um, and also, you know, why he does what he does. I think depending on the medium you practice, it can be very isolating. Um, I, th- I know a lot of theater people, they can go to rehearsal and they have seasons of shows and they have multiple shows per year but a lot of one-man band musicians or writers you know that can that can be very isolating work and you know that's a that's a good part of the process is um kind of that that solitude that produces that work but you're gonna hit a wall and you're gonna find a point where you're gonna need to engage with other people and whether that's in person or or listening to a podcast you know that can be very encouraging to know that you're not alone in your pursuit of finding meaning in your work and uh, knowing why you do what you do because there are days where that's easy to forget (laughs) but yeah I think moving on to the the topic of podcasting in general I I feel like Tim and I have talked about this for like a year every once in a while we'll bring it up and I've just always been 
against it <laughs> um, because I, I feel like maybe it's me getting older, which I shouldn't even say as a 24-year-old, lest a actual middle-aged person punches me in the face. But um, as I get older, I don't know if it's that or the actual rapid progression of culture, but there is this sense of cultural shifts and trends seem to happen very quickly. Um, and I always feel late to everything. Like it felt like I went to bed on a Tuesday night and I woke up Wednesday and Patreon was a huge thing and everyone had a Patreon. Um, and then I went to bed and woke up and podcasting was a huge thing. And I, I think my problem with podcasting, I guess to more of like a psychological standpoint, um, the way individuals engage with podcasts, um, like I know, I know Tim won't fold the laundry without listening to a podcast, which is great because you know you redeem that laundry folding time with education or some entertainment or what have you. Um, but if you know, I would hate to, as a podcast creator, be a conduit for someone not being able to like walk from their desk to the bathroom without listening to something. You know, I think, and, and especially if you're a creator too. Um, I noticed like as I kind of got into podcasts maybe like uh, probably around this time last year in 2018 there was like a one week period where I was listening to it a bunch and I was like wow this is great you know whenever I can't um, be consuming visual content I can uh, you know listen listen to things um, or listen to a podcast and as creators, you need a dead space. You know, you need times in the car where you're just looking ahead and you're not listening to something. Um, and music is more likely to inspire story ideas or uh, images in your head, at least for me, than than listening to a podcast. But you know, depending on what you're listening to, it can uh, be very informative or be entertaining. And the same way, someone will watch TV shows or whatever it is uh, for a couple hours each night, you know, if you want to spend your entertainment time during the day listening to podcasts, you know, that's probably better than, you know, than a lot of other stuff you could be doing. But I think it's important as an individual to not let podcasts take up all of your dead time and all of the dead space. And, you know, if you're cutting vegetables and you need some accompaniment, that's cool. <laughs> um, but, you know, the way media operates is it's a stand-in for real human connection. And uh, that, that's, a, that's a good thing, you know, and, and it's a good thing that can also be a bad thing, you know. In October of 2017, I lost this film contest that I don't even, you know, maybe we'll bring that up another time in more detail, but I'm sure everyone listening to this knows me and uh knows about that um but as soon as we lost that i rewatched the office and that was a necessary thing that was two months of media that helped me move on from that um so you know media can be a good fake human um or it can be a bad fake human so uh, you know i think if it's your commute or you know whatever it is that that time that you're redeeming through podcasts then i think that is awesome and i'm all for that um but i think if 
you get to a point where you can't be alone in your apartment without the statue of a voice playing through some speaker, then that's probably a problem. And the thing to remember with podcasts too is it's like the old adage of magazines and Photoshop and the way uh, people are sort of edited to look perfect. You know, podcasts are listening to the recording of a conversation that is possibly better than one you're normally able to have. Um, whether it's because those people are just more eloquent or better conversationalists. Um, but you know, a lot of it is because, uh, podcasts are produced, they're edited and I've personally edited a podcast and sometimes you take out a second and the conversation sounds way more fluid and like, uh, non-awkward. Whereas a lot of the conversations we have in, in real life, they're there's awkwardness and there's uncomfortableness and uh, that's what makes real conversations human. So I think podcasts can be inhuman and I think recognizing that and appreciating the, the craft of that without, you know, just turning your brain off every day and having less and less conversations with other people and instead listening to recordings of people having better conversations than what you're normally having. Um, and just kind of recognizing that I think is important. So I think those are my critiques of, of podcasting. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to this. I, uh, as I said, I, I just had a wonderful, um, first episode with, uh, with my friend, Sam, and it was very affirming. Uh, what he said was very encouraging to me personally as a creator. And just before this, I talked to my friend Dan about using his music in the podcast and he, and he was elated, uh, and excited about that possibility so i don't know i I just i i i believe in this i think it's it's going to be a good space um for people to to be encouraged by to be empowered by and at first a lot of it is going to be me having having an excuse to reach out to friends and have a meaningful conversation with them and and that's going to be great for me Um, but i hope that those will be uh, meaningful to you as well and as we move on we'll you know have more and more guests that I don't know I, I think one thing that encourages me personally about about podcasting is I'm not someone who likes to talk a lot so I think this will deepen my conversational skills hopefully <laughs> um, I'm pretty introspective I kind of have two moods one is quiet death and then the other is once a month clown i don't know um anyone who's close to me has seen me be bonkers i won the senior superlative in my yearbook in high school titled social media maven so in like junior year senior year of high school um i was known to tumble and tweet and crack jokes and then I got to college and became way more cynical about social media and it's I don't know I I sort of I saw it as a platform as exposing human narcissism and I something very specific about me but I I really don't like pride I don't like I'm not very close to people who love talking about themselves or people who have a really 
inflated and public idea of their work. And I think that sort of mindset has helped me avoid pride, but at the expense of having no pride in my work um, is kind of brought me to the question and desire to create a platform where people can ask whether work has meaning. You know, whenever I sort of get to the bottom of myself or I'm in a mood or generally down, um, I'm always lifted back up by, we still have art. <laughs> you know, we still have these things to do. And I, I still have these things that I want to do and all these projects in my mind that I want to create this next year. Um, and most days of the week that really gets me through. Um, but some days in the week that is not there. You know, I can't find that. I can't find that, that reason for why I'm doing what I'm doing sometimes. Um, so I think creating a platform where people can hear why other people are, are making things that can be encouraging for the listener to create and do what they're trying to do. Something that brought me to this point was a realization this past month that hit me like a train. And that is that I, as a videographer in 2019, have to sell content to businesses that they're going to put online and maybe they'll put on their social media. And I don't produce anything for my own film company that is advancing our brand. You know, I think the days of, oh, if I just, if I just make a good movie every few years, then that'll sustain me or that'll uh, be enough for people, you know, getting out of this mindset of just constantly advertising my own work to people um, is disingenuous and it's using my personal network of friends and acquaintances as like a marketing pool. Um, So I think creating podcasts is a nice way to put things out there that um, bring value to people who following one county and it initiates something in our film company that's more of a two-way relationship in terms of the way we have guests and listeners that can impact uh, what we do with their feedback a movie is a two-year project and then you put it out there and you beg people to come see it and then you move on to the next thing Um, but i think you know doing this regularly is going to be a nice way to to bring new people into what we're doing. So in conclusion, this is the One County Podcast. Uh, whatever platform you're using to listen to it now, be sure to subscribe. The music for this episode was done by Dan Reed. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash Dan Reed. That's R-E-A-D. And we'll catch you next time.